हेलो एवरी वन एंड वेलकम टू द फिजिक्स पॉडकास्ट बाई कौस्तुभ द्विवेदी दिस इज द थर्ड एपिसोड एंड आई एम गोइंग टू डिस्कस अबाउट क्वांटम मैकेनिक्स एंड स्क्रोडिंजस इक्वेशन इन माई लास्ट टू पॉडकास्ट आई हैव डिस्कस्ड ब्लैक बॉडी रेडिएशन एंड वाई वी नीड ब्लैक बॉडी रेडिएशन टू अंडरस्टैंड क्वांटम मैकेनिक्स एंड लिटिल वेट एंड द वेरी ब्रीफ हिस्ट्री ऑफ हाउ क्वांटम मैकेनिक्स वॉज क्रिएटेड today we are going to discuss the very important thing in quantum mechanics which is the schrodinger's equation schrodinger's equation is the most important uh, mathematical tool or uh, mathematical formula that uh, we need to work in quantum mechanics and how it was created it's a very interesting story uh, it's a very small story but it's a interesting story when uh, uh de broglie was a, a great guy in 1923 or 1924 in those times he had an idea and everybody know what uh, de broglie's hypothesis was uh he had a idea that matter can be both particle and wave well we didn't have a problem with the particle aspect because we already considered matter to be a particle so we accepted that well but the problem was with wave people started asking questions that if matter is wave then where is the wave function how can we uh, uh, map the development of wave how can we predict where the particle will be in future like um, let's say you let's just say you are a physicist who is working on newtonian mechanics now you have you have u you have v you have a the initial velocity the um, you know uh um the acceleration the final velocity and you have the time so you can now if uh, i give you u a and t you can say this will be the v or you can say you, you remember in your school you studied a is equal to ut plus half at square so you can uh, you can predict where the particle will be after few times so in particle nature we can do those things so we we were fine okay this it's okay it's all right we can ac- accept it but in the wave function we didn't have any wave function we didn't have any sort of equation to describe where the particle will be in future and uh, that too by considering the quantum mechanical aspects that uh, um uh, we had in those time it was erwin schrodinger for the first time in 1925 he he form he you know theorized the way uh, of the schrodinger equation the way we see it today and that was the that was that can be considered as one of the most uh, ground breaking discovery of the 20th century and uh, if i go to describe the schrodinger equation then i would say it's the as the fundamental equation of uh, uh, science of sub microscopic particles that we call quantum mechanics and, and uh, as you know it's it was developed in 1925 but uh, you know it was published in 1926 and um, he eventually got the nobel prize in 1933 maybe so that's not uh, relevant when we talk about the uh, theory 
but uh, you need to understand one thing this this uh, Schrodinger's equation has the same central importance to quantum mechanics as Newton's laws of motions have in large-scale phenomena of classical mechanics so you can understand how important it is you know the and uh, essentially you know uh, a wave equation the Schrodinger's equation described the form of probability waves and or we call it wave functions that govern the motion of small particles and it specifies how these waves are altered by the external influences or external forces this Schrodinger equations basically uh, this uh, equation they establish the the development of wave through time if uh, time is uh, if there is a change in time how will the wave react to it this was the basic uh, thing that uh, you should know before going into Schrodinger's, mecha uh, Schrodinger's mechanics uh, we don't call it Schrodinger me Schrodinger's mechanics we call it either wave mechanics or quantum mechanics you can call it anything you want so uh, we can describe it in a way that uh, these equations and we should remember before going into Schrodinger's equation that the Schrodinger equation is a basically a linear partial differential equation and uh, this uh, sort of idea is uh, described with a small with a very small uh, identity you can it's not an identity basically it's the formula it's the basically the Schrodinger's formula but when we say it we have to put it in very in a two different ways one way is that it should be time dependent another way is time independent and both has their significance in time dependent uh, Schrodinger equation we basically say it like uh, the equation should be like uh, uh, i h bar del by del t into psi x t equal to the minus h bar square by 2m del square by del x square plus v v, v is the potential that v x t whole into psi x t now if you've heard this equation uh, you couldn't get it because it's a complicated thing so um, if you see this equation you should know there are things like uh, there is things like uh, psi what is psi and uh, what is x what is t i mean t you can know but what is psi and what is x what is uh, k what is p what is uh, uh, omega so before going into these things you should understand these fundamental things of wave the properties of wave like the amplitude every wave has amplitude and uh, we need the amplitude we need a uh, we need to define amplitude uh, in the methods of de broglie because the de broglie's method uh, on the free particles they describe the amplitude really well it's an exponential form uh, you can understand that by considering the equation like uh, uh, let's say a into e to the power i kx minus omega t 
now we can also transform this equation into a into e to the power i by h bar into px x et now i'm why i'm saying these equations because it's very hard to not speak equations and talk about quantum mechanics uh, and the basically the thing is we you need to understand every wave of amplitude every amplitude um, is related to a propagation vector which is denoted by k you need to understand these two things first and you know about the momentum and momentum the formula of momentum is everybody knows h bar into k and x is the position vector and omega is as everybody knows it's the angular frequency and e is the you know the cap we use sometimes capital a capital e for the energy and small e for the exponential term but that's all right uh, e is everybody knows it's h bar omega and we can describe it in terms of momentums also but uh, our basic idea here should not lie in the mathematics of it because if you uh, take a copy and start writing you will derive it completely that's not the point the point is to understand how these things work how these things you know operate if you consider the time dependent equation it will be it will form in like uh, i h bar del by del t into psi t equal to hamiltonian multiplied into psi t now the what is that hamiltonian for that you need to understand classical mechanics also to describe uh, what is hamiltonian why we need hamiltonian to describe it it's not basically the thing that we need hamiltonian to describe it but it's a it's a method it's a method to simplify it it's method it's a method to simplify the equation and the, instead of using terms like uh, i h bar into into del psi x t by del t uh, we use instead of using this we use hamiltonian hamiltonian is like uh, uh, h bar just uh, h cap into psi xt and you, you can see the psi xt is common in both side and why we have kept it common because here the hamiltonian is an operator which is the operator is acting on the function psi and to understand it even better you need to understand operates of what is operators what are operators and uh, this is a very uh, good thing if you study about it more you will understand it even better and there is a, there is a one thing you know in schrodinger's uh, equation it's it can be described in a relativistic way and in a non relativistic way well to describe the relativistic way i don't think in my bsc education i have that knowledge to describe it uh, relativistic but in a non relativistic way it's very easy to describe we just need to understand some differential arithmetic and integration and uh, little bit understanding of de broglie's uh, wave and uh, that's it that's it you will find a way out and here here is the thing when you uh, write this schrodinger's equation you will always see 
every equation of Schrodinger, every equation of psi has two parts and those two parts is one is real part and another is imaginary part. The equation it has an i and i is a complex number which equals to root over of minus one. And when we have i, uh, can we describe this uh, complex number in terms of graph? If we plot a graph of uh, Schrodinger's wave equation, can we describe it? No, we can't. And that's the big drawback here. I mean, it's not a drawback, but we will overcome it eventually. But the thing is, in Schrodinger's equation, even if you find a way to get the equation of psi and you plot the graph you can only plot the graph of the real part you have no idea what will be the imaginary part of it because you can't plot it and that's a very important thing and uh, people started asking questions like uh, if it is the probability distribution then why aren't we uh, having why aren't we plotting a graph of uh, this uh, complex number well it can't be done I don't know it can be done or can't be done because uh, I have limited knowledge but as far as I know it's I don't think we can plot a uh, complex number in a graph um, the comp the complex term the uh, so here is the thing uh, we started using max bonds the max bonds rules Max Born was the other scientist who said, "Okay, all right, we had um, we had Schrodinger's equation. Now let's find the physical interpretation of Schrodinger's wave. The only thing that is known about psi is that the wave function is large where the probability of finding the particle is large, and it is small where the probability is less. And as per the interpretation." by max bond the psi may represent the probability of finding a particle at time t at a position let's say the position be r if we if we consider r we can consider it three dimensionally so it's better to consider it r so let's let's have the equation psi uh, transform into psi rt uh, and uh, we can have the position, we can have the time, but the psi rt cannot be probability because the probability is a real quantity. The probability is a real term. Uh, and probability has to be non-negative quantity. But here the psi rt is a complex term. Now to, to find the probability or we can say the probability density it's a very right it's the right word to describe here is the probability density and to talk about the probability density let's say it's equal to p of rt and to find it uh, we uh, considered i mean the max bond considered let's have two equa uh, two equations one equation is for psi and another equation is for the complex conjugate of psi like one if you know the complex number you can understand it very well if you don't know complex number you just google it so what is the complex conjugate of it you yeah it will be helpful 
the psi and psi star when we find uh, and we uh, denote the complex 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 conjugate as psi star so when we found the psi and psi star it's basically the thing is let's say in psi there are terms related to complex number like uh, like uh, i i is there is a complex number in psi star what we will do is we will just change this uh, change the sign of uh, i into minus i that's it that's the only thing that we are going to do so when we found the complex conjugate of psi and the real equation not the real equation and the, the original equation of psi then we multiply it then we multiplied it and we found the what can we say that's the probability like uh, we multiplied psi into psi star and we found the mod of psi square it's a complex number arithmetic you can know physics students can understand it really well and then as for the max bond he said now after multiplying psi star with psi let's integrate it let's integrate it in terms of uh, let's say dqr and we will find the integration of it will, which will be one which will be unit so here it is that if you multiply psi star with psi and integrate it over dqr you will find one and what this is called total probability of finding a particle somewhere is one it means now from schrodinger's equation max born found a way to describe that to find a particle somewhere has a chance of 100% it means the particle will be found somewhere and now where is that point we need to describe it further and you know in further description we uh, we found ways to you know plot the graph of it now when we found this now we can uh, plot the graph of it we can uh, normalize the um, psi and this is now the things will get easier and we should uh, remember one thing here that uh, if we have a function psi let's say we are talking about schrodinger's equation we have a we have a equation for psi let's say psi has a value that agrees with uh, with uh, schrodinger's equation so psi becomes a solution of schrodinger's equation now here is the thing if psi is the solution of schrodinger's equation then if you multiply a constant with psi let's say this constant is c and you multiply c with psi and you found an equation for c psi now that that c psi will also be a solution of schrodinger's equation so what we call it we call it uh, we call it the schrodinger equation is a linear equation for the reason as uh, it uh, it doesn't contain higher power of psi uh, or its derivative you know uh, and uh, and also if you consider two equations let's say psi 1 and psi 2 both are the solution of schrodinger equation then you multiply one constant with psi 1 and another constant with psi 2 let's say c1 multiplied to psi1 and c2 multiplied to psi2 
Now the addition of this like C1 plus Psi1 and C2 plus Psi2 is also a solution for Schrodinger's equation. And these are interesting things you should remember. And uh, I hope I uh, I hope I talk little bit about Schrodinger's equation. I think it's uh, it's a very technical thing. It's uh, I have uh, I had to uh, I had to you know say uh, formulas here which uh, kind of you know when we when we are listening to a podcast we don't really uh, hope for a formula to come but it's quantum mechanics you know I have to speak about formulas so I hope you enjoy this and uh, I will try to um, I'll try to make a podcast on the next entity after that which I consider after it is that the problem we found in this in this notion and which is called uh, basically uh, you know the collapse of a wave function we will talk about that in the next podcast until then take care and have fun